Hello and welcome back to Black Cat Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of a new season of Titans. This is season four, episode one, Lex Luthor, written by Richard Hatem, directed by Nick Copus. I thought this was a pretty solid premiere. I gave it a 9.2 out of 10. Had some clunky dialogue or repetitive dialogue here and there, particularly around the Connor's gonna meet Wish Daddy now. I don't know about that, but it's his choice. I don't want it to happen, but it's his choice. This really sucks, but it's his choice. Other than that, though, I thought this was a really good premiere. It poked fun at itself a little bit. It got something I have been wanting since season one, which is our group together, us focusing on the things that they are going to set up for each to be on this season it's a good foundation they have always managed to do a pretty solid job on the premieres consistently in four years is this my favorite premiere i suppose time will tell because it could get recontextualized throughout the season but for right now i'm gonna say season one continues to probably be my favorite season premiere followed by season three but this is pretty pretty evenly up there with season season three i will not rehash what happened last season because we was all there we know what what went down how it ended what our beefs were no need to rediscuss let's just jump into this premiere wherever you're listening to this podcast stitcher apple podbean spotify amazon go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for this show or any other show that i'm doing currently blackercouch at gmail.com so we begin the episode on a rather poignant note because mom, dad, and the kids are goofing off at a bowling alley enjoying milkshakes and each other with Corey remarking that she was afraid they weren't going to make it a few days ago or a day ago. I feel like it changed as the episode kept going on. But Dick knows it's mostly luck. Sure, we have a lot of things. Brains brawn handsomeness but it's pretty much luck that's kept us together he's very much engulfed in her happy disposition and is rather smitten saying that she's changed she's different she feels like a weight's been taken away from her she don't got bad juju anymore from that bad juju power she's been carrying and now she feels very much like coriander i'd like to give a big round of applause to my band sexual chocolate then bruce wayne calls now fuck that bitch fuck that bitch fuck that bitch aka discount batman walmart batman he's been he's been given many names many many names 
Gar uses his power while bowling, but Rachel calls that cheating, though Connor supports it. Someone has helicopter parents over there. The way everyone said boo when he said Bruce called, he said, ain't nobody going back to Gotham. Gar's like, I don't mind if we go back. Turns out Superman wants to meet his genetically altered son and has arranged to meet at Star Labs. little bittersweet since this will be the last season of the flash but they're gonna head off to metropolis he was so happy when he thought he was gonna be taught how to fly connor was looking so adorable this thick ass mm, 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 mm. i sure as hell missed you you know what to do with that big fat butt wiggle 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 that is nobody's child lex luther is welcomed into the dc universe and into the ancient world where he is gifted the power of azurath as his own once the ritual is done to be the most powerful being on earth the gods will know your name my lord oh they know who i am i was listening to a podcast while i was watching a youtube video and they were talking about how this was one of their better portrayed um lex luthers i haven't watched any of the dc movies but it does seem as if if you're going to to cast jesse eisenberg that you really want your villain to be considered a joke so i can appreciate what he means because he also stated on supergirl not necessarily a flavor that says i'm dangerous i'm very smart and i am someone bruce wayne feels the need to be afraid of and i think this guy did a convincing enough job he definitely feels like he's full of shit but he also feels as if he has been through so much that no he's not phased when starfire shows up in his tower because everyone's got to have a trump tower apparently if you're a nefarious bad guy you're goddamn right but yeah i'm convinced just with this introduction that he's someone who's been there done that is not phased because i am the smartest person in the room i don't need the flex i know when i called up connor what was gonna what was gonna come through the door mrs bennett didn't see what was coming her way as she is told her services are no longer needed you're gone fired out of here ain't nothing i can do for you she is not happy about it seeing as she thought it was their dream he said no it's my dream and he tells her this power will never be known she leaves telling him he is making a mistake and someone will need to pay the price he says someone always does and in that moment he knew who he had in mind meanwhile in a shop taxidermy shop i will never understand this particular chore 
or a hobby whatever you want to call it because i feel like at some point it was a chore and then it became a hobby because that's how things weirdly get passed down through history we meet sebastian who practices his pitch to change the world by giving everyone happiness and contentment and you fail i feel like if you have such lofty aims you're bound to become a supervillain because that's just an impossibility you can't make everyone happy you can't make everyone content that's simply not the equation that millions of years of evolution has taught us so to attract yourself or commit yourself to such a lofty type of egotistical uh solution to the misery in which you must totally feel being in this shop because i can't think that you get paid much uh you know things like that is just going to fuck up your head because there's nothing but crushing disappointment that's going to meet you at the bottom of that meta commentary when we transition to a couple on the couch eating chinese food i have yet to eat chinese food out of a box like that i've ordered chinese food but it's always usually in a tray so is this just in certain areas am i just not getting the right type of noodles i don't know always get the platter maybe that's why because i get the platter but the the comment of why are they doing this i don't care about all these new characters just give me the main cast and make them kiss already amen to that shit that was a definite definite poke at the fandom and their very valid criticisms myself included their domestic bliss is ended when dude is frozen in place and his girlfriend's throat is slit after she apparently is eating some bloody worms for no reason by a guy in a in in girl because it could be a girl underneath there they're in a weird mask it doesn't make sense but apparently sebastian can can sense this happening and he's not the only one back at the bowling alley connor asked what he what he should say to his his father for the first time and tim's like hey soups what's good that's horrible i will not be saying that i'm so glad connor's not the baby anymore and we have tim who's so clearly just absolute pudding i love him so much just in this one episode i don't even think i i I was uh keen on him last season but in this episode he was everything because he's our he's our baby group where he just gets excited just to be a part of the team and say things like that because someone's gotta say it and he's young enough to be saying it rachel sees blood when she knocks over her milkshake and so does sebastian through the eye of his fake fox bernard and his assistant meet the titans in metropolis and have prepared some upgrades for the team connor gets the news that cal l is away and while he tries to hide his disappointment when he's given that letter it's clear he's disappointed he reads the note like look he said he'll meet me and he wants to show me this is what we do and that's great but i was really getting excited to meet the man who despite being able to move faster than light cannot make his way to my side 
at any point in time, you know, for just five minutes. It's been a year, Daddy. I really, really miss you. Gar is given a glove that allows him to transform now without stripping naked. It's up when he goes to try it out and transform. He's transported to a desert place. When he gains consciousness, they tell him he changed it to a gorilla, then a velociraptor, and then an armadillo. He said armadillo, armadillo. <laughs> I love that. Destroying the lab with him and sure what happens. All the boys are together with their daddy and Gar is gonna get an arc this year. He didn't know what happened. And of course, you know that homeboy still is learning how to be a father i was glad that he was like you okay but then he was like we're ready okay i gotta go with this other child because i have to split my time between all of you boys evenly we know you got problems but i'll be back to check on you soon and see what the fuck that was all about um is he gonna meet like uh like all of the animal kingdom or something is he now about to get inducted into the circle of life <laughs> gonna get a monkey coming out of somewhere he gonna turn into a baby tiger <laughs> they gonna hold him up stop okay i'm just amusing myself at this point <laughs> and then every time i laugh told you i'm still getting over this chest code apologies my apologies if i sound like shit but if i hold out any longer i will not be i will be so behind on podcasts so um i liked all of this the destruction of the lab i like their camaraderie between them the camaraderie between them and that i like the effect of the him showing him transforming with his eyes and then he had that octopus arm earlier so they are doing other things with his powers he's not just a damn tiger kind of gets to see his dad as a comet in the sky being told he is saving an entire planet from destruction from the dwarf star so don't feel insecure because you know <laughs> know that it truly was an emergency and this is what we do i'm like uh you know he has an inferiority complex over there looking like his damn daddy with them glasses on i'm not even kal-el's child and i got an inferiority complex jackie i'm jealous of you my new desire is for him to meet his daddy and also for him to meet his daddy with those glasses on so then he can know what dick was laughing about i like this little scene with the women all together because rachel just looks super cool all the time that's one thing about her outfit and the casting of rachel it's pretty much spot on for a live action version of this character so i've always loved her look and i think she's growing into rachel a lot more i see the growth in, in her acting and just having her just you know have her little glasses on and she's just sitting back like yeah i'm hanging with mommy and we don't have to worry about problems popping off but 
At 8.1% of her power, Cory can destroy the toughest rock known to man. And despite not knowing the source of her new powers, it's pretty damn god level. As it should have always been. And bitch, when you gonna fly? That's the question on everybody's mind. Tim gets a gift as well from Papa Dick. And is so disappointed it's not the Robin suit. He's like, you've been a Titan for five minutes, bruh. Slow your roll. He gets a bone staff that Dick will train him how to use. He also uh, gets a phone number. Plus the RV has an upgrade. Dick gets a car from Bruce for saving Gotham. And Corey said, are we allowed to sit in it? You are. Everyone else can get on the sign-up sheet. Baby. On the RV, Tim is already trying to send him a photo with the bow staff posing. So about Connor, can you take this photo? I just want to say thank you. Oh, you, you just want to say thank you. You just left, Thirsty. But he wasn't the only one. I thought I was peeping when I was peeping when Bernard was like, oh, and here's my card. Hey, I just met you. Ain't nobody else got his card. And you see the little kids over there booing up. Corey comes in, kicking ass and taking names. Oh, wait, not before Lex Luthor contacts Connor to meet him at his tower in Metropolis. Somehow through, uh, through telekinesis, some form of, I don't know. And while Dick thinks the man is a psychopath and likely we're fearing Corey knows it's Connor's choice and he deserves to meet his parents even his horrid one and the one that tried to kill you both decide to get in the man's grill before allowing their son around him though and that's when she so she shows up kicking ass and taking names at Trump Tower I mean Lex Tower you can't fuck with Queen I did like how this was framed and shot with Lex just getting up casually going over getting some wine coming back being like hey nice to meet you Coriander or do you like Cory even letting her know he knows Tamarin business yeah her commander is back in charge with her power that used to belong to you is you feeling some kind of way about that and then she sweetly remarked oh no my sister's like totally happy because she was always overlooked and denied and thought she never got the recognition she deserved i don't remember asking you a goddamn thing get the fuck out my face with that shit dick has sent the other children to go into the archives looking for info on what what boxes or basically what cards lex could be holding which is smart but Rachel follows her own intuition as they look through the the philanthropy because he is as smart as Lex Luthor is something we keep forgetting which means that Connor will be able to think like the man he knows Corey is a ploy Lex Luthor and that Richard is next door I love that he calls him Richard he states he wants Connor to become his protege while Corey knows he is better than Lex and he only wants to exploit him or possess him because he thinks he's his and then 
destroy him when he was too much his other daddy and thus no i don't think that he will be in good hands and then he goes back and uses their own psychology against them well it's his choice Corey is able to get a flash drive into his computer to get access to all of his shits however richard has been sent ninjas and he says this is me playing nice and despite there being a lot of fucking ninjas he is able to uh to take them out and even save tim who was holding his own but can clearly need some training they meet back up with the kids and say that supposedly lex is dying from kryptonite poisoning and this foundation charity shit is tied into him looking for a cure they know connor is being set up to be used but connor wants to make his mistakes himself and thus what can you do they allow it but they also point out that he's family and it would hurt if they he left Corey hates lex and so does dick after they drop him off now what was the point of them driving around i could see after this initial scene of them driving around but later on i didn't know like the time didn't correlate for me with the scenes and how they were lining up because i didn't understand why they wouldn't drop him off and then just be close by if he needs them i don't see them just backing off and being like well i'll check back in in three to five days like no they would have probably kept they their eyes on the situation at least for like a mile lex goes right for connor's insecurity the minute they meet and he also knows cal l is a is a little bit of a not deadbeat dad because i'm sure superman on the cw would would contest that but a little bit of an absentee father particularly when it comes to his science experiment he knew nothing about and he knows that lex has that insecurity that connor does in regards to superman and he plays all the way into that he's like oh no i don't want anything from you i just want to know my son and i'm dying there's no way for me to be saved and i know who i am but i want you to know who i am want you to know me and take over my corporation and all the things that he would want to know to at least keep him around for i think the amount of time they need to keep him around for uh he says once he says he's gonna stay that he he his uh the people he was in bed with have darker aims than even he does he starts looking through this book but unfortunately luther immediately starts hemorrhaging blood and so does sebastian that was a creepy scene in the mirror whose reflection is far more evil than his persona in that shop rachel freaks out on the bus because she has been seeing a lot of weird things because when she was in the archive she saw a box that was oozing blood i'm like you didn't catch the name of that box you know maybe go searching for it she freaks out and dick is like i gotta pull this rv over one more time lex is murdered by a snake coming out of his mouth which was fucking disgusting that connor has to x-ray vision his eyeballs and kill 
and likely set up his son who is immediately told to get the fuck on the floor oh lord again a fucking game nothing new nothing changed same old shit same old fucking shit. next episode he's gonna be walking around with a black lives matter shirt <laughs> oh oh i'm cracking myself up but i can't laugh and uh i know he's gotta be so pissed off like god damn it every single time i'll be doing shit and i always find myself at the other end so fucking AK-47s and some innocent humans that just doing a job because it totally looks like I murdered this man. They ain't even gonna believe me if I don't fucking snake. Like, uh, yeah, you killed your father because, you know, he tried to murder you. That sounds fair enough to me. Because the snake coming out of his mouth sounds a lot less plausible. And the chick that Lex Luthor fired feels really smug about now but I have a feeling that that man is not that easy to to kill to murder it's like bitch I know exactly who you are and I think that he's using the titans right now and we're not going to find out until much later but I like what we are getting thus far and I am looking forward to even being surprised with how things unfold those are just my thoughts on the episode but we do have mail in the mail bag shy decided to watch two episodes at the same time and send it joint together because nobody asked you to do that and thus we will be hearing her thoughts when we get to the second episode which should be in the next day or so but queen mimi sent in episode thoughts for just this episode so let's hear what she has to say what up stina this is mimi this is my feedback for titans season four opener i just recorded five minutes and my phone is tripping so i'm just giving you a heads up right now whatever comes out of this is what you're gonna get because i'm not doing that again um it was a whole like six minutes that i thought i was finishing and my phone just started tweaking i'm usually in my car so i don't know if this app don't know how to react when i'm not in my car <laughs> I think this might be the first time I'm recording while I'm not. Um, but, you know, since that car accident, I really, I just, I, I don't be wanting to do anything in the car but drive, especially when I'm on the expressway. Um, but I want to just start by saying that I really enjoyed this, this episode. Um, I didn't remember much about season three and usually they have like a, like a pretty, you know, usually shows have like a pretty like extravagant, like like recap like i know with with when i'm watching um stranger things they give you a pretty in-depth um recap they didn't do that with this it was pretty it was like a snippet so it didn't really give me much of anything um so i just i know i remember not liking the season i know the that it was scarecrow and i thought he was gonna be a good villain and then he turned into almost like a joker which was kind of annoying um i remember jason died hank died dove left 
I guess Dove leaving was probably the best thing that happened when with Hank dying because season two was like the Hawk and Dove show and it got on my nerve. It's like who invited them to the dinner table? Because shouldn't they be side characters? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems like they were fan favorites. I didn't like them. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. I paused it there for a second. Um, and then I know um, the other girl died and then she came back and um, Tim Drake joined the Titans. I remember Bruce <laughs> being a terrible parent. Um, I remember part of Gotham dying in that stupid episode. I think it was the finale with the uh, Purple Rain. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. I just, I remember season three not being great. I know there was a couple episodes I enjoyed. I know I loved, uh, Connor with Commander. That was a ship I never saw coming that I freaking loved. I loved them to death. Um, but we heard that she's back in Tamarin and she's queen. So she's clearly not coming back. So that ship has sailed literally. Um, I know there's been speculation about Connor and, uh, not Connor, I keep saying the wrong person, Dick and, uh, Corey, um, because in the Lazarus pit, he saw their daughter, but I don't know, I, I was all about them in season one, and then in season two, it was like, they didn't even know each other, I don't even remember them having any conversations together. <laughs> So, you know, I lost interest. And at this point, you know, I guess if it happens, whatever, but I'm really indifferent. Um, I would be more happy with the reunion between Commander and Connor. Um, I honestly, like, if <laughs> if I knew we would be able to go there to see them, I would have wanted Connor to go with Commander. Um, but her being off world, we're clearly not going to see her anymore but I mean if I if I was writing this show and I could give do what I want I want to see Tamarin and I would like to see how that place looks I would like to see the people I would like to see her rule I would like that to be another plot in the series <laughs> so I would like I would have sent him with her but that's not clearly not gonna happen um, so now we're on Earth, and I, I I liked how we got to see them have fun. They were just at, at the bowling alley, bowling, being kids, because, I mean, we don't, I don't know how long has passed, but we know Rachel's a kid, and B's supposed to be a kid, and Connor is still a kid. I'm pretty sure, technically, isn't he like a toddler? He's <laughs> like three or four. <laughs> um, he's just in a grown-ass man's body. So it's nice to see them, you know, being kids bowling and then got mommy and daddy in the back talking. Just, you know, just, you know, living life. I, I enjoyed that scene. That gave me season one feels. Um, I liked season one. I liked how, you know, we got to see them be around each other. We got to see them, uh, you know, practice. Uh, fighting and stuff like that so I'm I'm hoping that this means we get a little bit of that we get we're into you know full throttle now though but I did enjoy one of my favorite little snippets was when uh um Dick was on the phone uh with uh Bruce and then he came back and they were like we are not going back to Gotham like they're all like uh uh oh no <laughs> it was so funny 
I was like, I felt that because I felt the same way. No, thank you. Um, I am not going to watch another um, mini Batman series. Y'all better stop. We left Gotham and we need to stay, we need to stay out of there. Um, now we're in Metropolis. I knew we weren't going to miss or meet um, Kal-El. I just do it. I was like, we're not going to be that lucky. It's not going to happen. Uh, it made me uh, sad, though, because I, I don't even know. I, I don't follow, like, like you know, behind-the-scenes stuff, so I don't know if they have a person to play Superman. I don't know any of that. But, I mean, I know, um, pretty sure the name of this episode was Lex Luthor or something like Luthor, Luth, like Lex something or the other. So I knew we were going to meet him. Um, I just assumed we weren't going to meet both of them. But I, I am curious to see if they do have an actor to play um Superman I would be curious to see um because I'm pretty sure that that black dude with the, the the dreadlocks was supposed to be um Jim Jimmy <laughs> um so interesting to see who they have to play him um but when Connor agreed to go see Lex I I don't know I thought he had some type of plan I thought he, you know, I thought maybe he would want Dick or Corey to go with him. And the fact that he went by himself, I was like, I have a bad feeling about this. I just felt like some, like Lex was going to set him up. But when he was like, you know, I already tried using your DNA, that didn't work. I was like, okay, so some, like, you know, what is he going to do? But then when he says all it takes is, you know, everybody likes you now, but all it takes is one mistake and they're going to see that you're more like me you know it's all over and I was like okay so is he planning to set him up like is that what he's doing um I have, I have no idea if Lex killed himself to set Connor up but I mean <laughs> you know this Lex loser I'm not too familiar with um what I said in the other podcast um I don't think I said in this was just like I was a Smallville gal like that was the like that was the kind of I guess I guess the the universe of Clark and Lex Luthor that I'm familiar with um I don't remember um Lois and Clark I, I don't I was young watching that and I've already watched it um I didn't watch all of Supergirl when Lex Luthor came in Supergirl I didn't even know the only reason I knew it was him was because it was a crossover he was in the flash um with Armageddon I think it was Armageddon um so I uh I don't know who Lex Luthor is and I don't know what kind of bad guy is but I know he's not supposed to be a good guy I know he's like an uh uh the nemesis of Superman um and if if Connor wants to be like Kal-El then he should know that Lex is probably the opposite um, Lex created him using Superman's DNA so he probably felt like he was more of his father because he's literally the reason he's here um, but if I'm not if I'm remembering correctly didn't Connor come out of a lab him and crypto like <laughs> you don't think this man locked you away in a lab and you only got out because you escaped because someone got you out so I really don't know why he would think it was a good idea to 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 follow and go like I was like you can't have a conversation with him with your family there or a conversation with him over the phone like I don't know this is not gonna look good um the way he was just coughing up blood and that snake came out of his mouth 
I, I get Connor seeing some shit, but I would have got the fuck out of there. And I guess he didn't probably didn't want to like kill anybody or hurt anybody, so he just surrendered. But that shit don't look good at all. <laughs> it's, uh, like I, he was really calm. If I saw somebody bleeding like that, I, I would have been like, "Can I get some help? Is somebody there? Can you can you call one of your people, please? Like this shit's what what is wrong with you, loser? <laughs> Lex, I'm gonna need you to to do something about this." He just was like, he just killed the snake and like, dude was just dead as a doornail. That was a lot of fucking blood. Like, even if that snake didn't come out, I didn't think Lex was gonna come. He gonna need a couple units of blood. <laughs> um, and then my baby daddy, we were just talking about um, Joseph Morgan. I'm assuming he's gonna be a villain. He got the, when he like went into the mirror and he came up looking like Klaus, I was like, okay, so you're not gonna be a superhero. You're not gonna be a good guy. I'm all about it. We know that motherfucker can play a villain. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to be all about with his taxidermy um, store. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like how lucrative is that business? How many people are going there to have you like, can you uh, stuff this fox that I shot? You know, I got this uh, deer. I would like you to embalm for me so I can save it forever like I'm not saying people don't do that because I know they do but how lucrative is that business I don't know but I did enjoy this episode I am going to end it here because I feel like I could be rambling on forever um and I don't know like I said I don't know what's wrong with my phone and I don't want to risk this thing like not working so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch me out Thank you, Queen Mimi, with your thoughts on the episode. You went through the whole damn recap. I didn't even remember anything from last season because I didn't think I needed to. Like, all of what happened last season has absolutely no bearing on this season. And so I just kind of went, let it go by in a blur. Um, I'm not even, I think I, I ship Connor so much with myself. I'm like, shit, go on, Corey, go on, Commander, be up in there. So I can lust after him, okay? Cause he's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time in my dreams. There's like a hair stuck on my mic and I want to get it off so bad. So I'm like digging at it. Okay. Anyhow, um, as far as this episode goes, yeah, as soon as he said, all you got to do is fuck up in one time in their eyes and they'll treat you like me. Like, I kind of almost feel like he's been down this road before. That's why I'm like, I don't think this might work because he already he already understands that. That he's been looked at like a villain if he fucks up. I think that shit went down in Gotham too. And, it, and now it's not the same old bullshit. He knows he's got people who loves him who has his back. So I don't think even though, yes, he feels some kind of way about his parents uh, being his biological, particularly Superman, because that's who he really emulates and wants to be more like. Um, I think he does. He just like, look, I need to know what I'm up against, what I'm dealing with. And if I'm never given an opportunity to suss it out, or even if I get played to see how I'm played, then I'm not going to be able to deal with him in the future and he ain't going to go nowhere. He's still my dad and he's still around. So I got what he was saying. I didn't think they needed to circle the drain so many times with it. 
because that didn't make a whole lot of sense he wasn't going like i I like this dude i don't know what he's not about like i get exactly what it is but i want to know what the fuck he's doing what he's up to let me go in there and figure this shit out for myself so i respected that uh and that's what you got to do with your children too if they're going with that theme you know you got to let them fuck up can't be there to cushion they blow every time but you should be nearby just in case they need you you know parking the damn van or the rv as far as your boo thing he does look pretty sexy i won't lie i i don't watch any i didn't watch any vampire uh, whatever wherever he's from legacies i i didn't watch any of that uh every time you love referencing that 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 uh that superman show didn't watch that shit either i barely watch anything on cw besides the flash i mean there's a few things the one with um yeah but i'm not too attached to the cw shows which is why i can't at all see them getting rid of half of the roster as a poor business decision i'm like <laughs> half the it's about time uh so yeah maybe they will actually come up with some things in which i will actually want to watch on that show on that tv network i think they could do a lot with dc too that's the shitty thing is they suck so bad and now i'm exhausted on all shows that i don't even kind of want to give anything else a chance because it's like do something else i need something else but they're not because that's what the hot genre is and it's still making money so if they do go back down that route hopefully just some better shit than what they've been producing because there's just really no reason why they can't do better lean into the dark get off of this eight o'clock bullshit start competing with your other networks i mean even in this episode they showed her 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 throat being slit and they even showed the blood i'm like you could do it's hbo max motherfuckers it's hbo max it's the whole point of it being on this thing is that you can you're able to go as as hard as you need to so i don't know why why we're trying to hold back that's all my thoughts for this episode uh as stated episode two we'll hear me uh shy thoughts on episode one and two if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic